Hello there, my name is Corey Durbin, CEO of Shared Health Alliance, and I'd like to welcome you to Running Eyes, a podcast where we take a meaningful, deep dive into the relationships, strategies, and global mission of ASH to change healthcare and change lives. Well, one of the things I love about these podcasts is I get to sit down with people who I have a great affinity for. And uh, in our business, uh, you learn over time that the best part of it is is the relationships and the connections that you make. And when you find like-minded people that uh, really want to impact people in a positive way, those are people certainly that that you want to be drawn to and have relationship with. And I feel fortunate to sit down with my friend and one of our um, uh, great associates in what we do here, Jeff Aradnik. Jeff, how are you today? Hey, Corey, I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me. Uh, looking forward to being able to share what I've gone through and, and what this uh, podcast is going to do for us. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time. You are up in Minnesota today, right? I am. I'm up in Nisswa, Minnesota, over by Brainerd area. It's a big tourist. It's where all the lakes are at. We've got about, we probably have about 99,000 of the lakes or 99, you know, of the 10,000 lakes. So we're, uh, <laughs> we've got it pretty well covered up here. So, I mean, it's, it's a uh, fairly early first third of the month. Well, it's, it's the 11th or 12th of, I guess it's the 11th of February today. And, uh, it's not exactly a balmy part of the year in Minnesota. So is it, is it like, you know, grumpy old men season, you know, get out there and ice fish or what? Absolutely. We are, uh, negative 22, uh, this morning when I woke up (laughs) and took the kids to school. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's not, it's not your, uh, your typical, and we've been very blessed with, with weather, the winter all, all, winter long up until this last week and yeah negative 22 it's it's pretty cold (laughs) so what in the world do you do for your children when you when you send them out in the in the weather that's minus 22 so you feel like you know they're they're gonna come home with all of their extremities well do you remember the movie uh christmas carol little randy who got dressed up in the little star (laughs) outfit that's that's pretty much our kids they're they're bundled up pretty good in that (laughs) and they can't move they're they're feeling warm but you know we you just you you adapt to it i mean i i grew up in north dakota um you know we had this weather all the way and then moved up to montana and had uh you know, the banana belt is what they call it. So our winters are very mild. Um, and now moving back into it, I realized that may not have been the right decision of moving out here back into the cold as I get reminded every day from my wife and kids. But we're adapting to it. We're in our, our fifth winter. Um, and this has been the best of them all. But it is what it is. But we look forward to the the or the summer with the nice lakes and beautiful weather that we have out here at that time. Well, I, I live up in the Pacific Northwest and of course our shared health alliance offices are in St. Louis and that's a different world altogether. And we, we're in the rainy season. It doesn't get super duper cold in the winter. And it's kind of one of those things, you know how good it is in the summertime. So you put mm-hmm. up with the, the cold and wet. And I, I would have a feeling Minnesota like that way in the, in the summer and you are really glad to be there and it sure looks like people get used to the the cold a little bit and they have a good time if grumpy old men <laughs> which we watch with our kids from time to time is any it's a great movie how that goes yeah yeah it's yep. fun well yeah well it is great to be with you uh, i mean we we started um you started working with us i guess pretty early on when shared health alliance opened its doors it was probably 2016 yep. is my guess does that ring a bell for you it does. And I, I remember exactly where I was at. Um, 
I was, I, we just moved out here to Minnesota from Montana and, you know, I've expanded my business uh, doing healthcare and just getting things set up. And that's kind of when healthcare was in the middle of just is getting hard. Uh, we're, you know, getting people set up and keeping the rates down and going through all that. And I was sitting in a coffee shop uh, here locally in, in Niswa and I came across this email um, from you and John from Shared Health Alliance about uh, wouldn't it be great to offer an alternative option to healthcare using health shares. And so I thought, well, okay, I'm, I'm on one. Let's look into this. And from that day, uh, I haven't turned back. I mean, I think I reached out to both you and John and we just had the great connection from day one. And um, it's been awesome. It's been definitely a, a road <laughs> with the ups and downs, but overall, man, it's uh, not only business-wise, but friendship-wise with, uh, with you and and your whole, the whole group. I mean, it's just been awesome. Great relationships out of there. Well, you are for sure one of our team's favorites. And, uh, you know, from time to time, um, I'll hear from some of our internal folks about challenges they have with certain <laughs> folks. And that's just, that just comes and goes with the territory. And there's so many different personalities and, and it's, um, it really is meaningful. And you and I both come came into the health share space a little bit because we were we were in a health share program ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I started in the insurance business back in 1997. Tell me, when did you get into the into the insurance business? So I started in 2005. Before that, I was doing lawn and landscaping. Uh, I had my own business doing that and ran into um, a, a guy who's a friend of mine um, now. Uh, he was uh, with Allstate Insurance. And so he was trying to get me into doing insurance. And I thought, well, there's no way I'm, I have no interest in doing insurance at all. But as he kept hammering on me over the year, I finally sat down with him and, and took a good look at, you know, my future of, you know, doing lawn and landscape or, you know, insurance. And I kind of like the uh, the insurance side of it. So I ended up getting into it, started with Allstate, uh, kind of started looking into the health uh, insurance at that time where it was a lot different than what it is today. Really, I, for some reason, I just really took to that side of the business. Um, and so that's kind of where I focused majority of the time and eventually left Allstate and started my own um, agency doing health, health insurance and Medicare, life insurance, all that. And, uh, so since about 2005, that's when I've been, I've been active and, um, you know, a lot has changed since then. And, um, you know, especially in the, in the healthcare world, uh, it's been, it's been pretty fun and exciting and challenging, but also very rewarding as well too. And you had moved up to, was it, was it after 2005 where you had moved up to Montana? So I moved. What was the time frame there? Yeah, I moved in uh, from North Dakota, Grand Forks, North Dakota is where, where I grew up at. I moved out of there in 97 and moved out to Montana, had some family out there. We spent, you know, spring break skiing out in Big Sky uh, every year growing up and just really loved it out there. And so I ended up going out and my sister and I uh, started out in, in Billings, Montana with some family. My mom's two sisters and their families are out there. I uh, met my wife very, very, you know, quickly after the that um in in 98 and um and end up getting married and having kids and so i was there from 97 till 2016 um mm. till we moved up to minnesota 
Well, I have a connection in Montana as well. Spent spent a lot of summers up in Missoula. I have relatives in Missoula and mm. just, I love Montana. I don't know that I'd love it in the wintertime. Uh, of course, there's some great places to ski, but we spent yeah. so many days just fly fishing from before the sun barely was coming up to as long as there was moonlight and we could still kind of see where our fly was landing. We just, I, I ate that up in the summertime. I, I, Montana is a great place. Did, were you, did you get into fly fishing when you were there? I did. When I first moved out there, my uh, my uncle, my uncle have a, a cabin up in the mountains up at East Rosebud Lake. And I would go spend time up there when it was just me. And my uncle taught me to fly fish. And we'd go down that stream, up that stream and, and fish. And I mean, I'm not, am I any good by any means, but I had a blast doing it. And it's just something about being out in nature and casting that uh, fly rod. But then once once we had kids and got into activities, uh, my fly fishing days have, have been very limited. <laughs> and so I'd love to get back there and do that, but not not as much now i'm with you we don't i don't i don't really get to do that often anymore and uh yeah i I would say i'm not so so sure i was very good either but man there were a few times i remember one day on at at rock creek outside of missoula just sitting there and 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 matching a hatch perfectly and just you know 35 minutes of of catching a fish a a nice sized trout on every every cast with a dry fly that was Th- yeah. Those are rare times, but they're they're pretty special when they happen. But so you you eventually um left, got moved back to Minnesota, and what do you think it is if we shift kind of back into this health share and ins- health insurance world? What has changed that's made this uh, more of a viable? alternative and where where people are willing to consider a scenario that isn't a contract for insurance and you know a guarantee of payment you know that it's it's that's definitely probably the challenging part um with what we're doing but being coming from a health share plan myself and having the experience and seeing how it works firsthand with my daughter breaking her arm and hearing some other, you know, folks that we know that were on the health share plans be too on their, you know, the past. Um, I just, there was just, it just came a time where, where we had to make that shift. Um, not only for ourselves as a family, but also for business wise, um, just had to stop playing that, that game of, of renewals and, and the ups and downs and, you know, high costs. And now you're looking at, you know, premiums of that are, more than a house mortgage. Uh, there just came to come an urgency of, hey, there needs to be something else out there that is working, that makes sense. And I think a lot of the language that is in these programs can scare people off. But I feel that when you've got somebody with experience who's in it themselves, and then not only that, but having the backing uh, like we do with with your 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 company, your Corea. You know, I working with them hand in hand, just having that backup and confidence um, on there. I think people can understand that. Hey, this this is a it's you know yes, it's a little different. It works, but um, it's funny how people understand you know, in some way of being a cash paid patient and understanding the the difference and the negotiations that the discounts they receive when they go in. And so when you kind of tailor that into what we're doing, um, I think people just really understand that, hey, this, this is a program. Yes, there's some language in there that can kind of scare people off a little bit. But when you when you talk them through it and just tell them, hey, this is this is just how it's worded. And yeah, it's nothing's guaranteed. But um you know, that's, that's not how it's going to react. I mean, it's going to be the same type of a program that we, that we 
want it to be as far as the catastrophics. You know, and, and I tell people, it's not a one size fits all. Uh, it's not going to be for every single person we talk to. So there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth emails and phone conversations before, you know, one person uh, enrolls uh, with us because we don't ever want to put anybody in a situation like that. But when you start looking at premiums and things you can, you know, the money you're going to save and the out of pockets and the care and the products that we have put into it, it just makes sense for people to be looking more into, piques their interest. And once we get into it, uh, we can really calm the, the the nerves and stress down of what an actual medical cost plan is. Yeah. So when you, uh, you, you've obviously referred a lot of members into health share programs and um, the corresponding non-insurance solutions that Shared Health Alliance provides with the virtual care and, and mm-hmm. telemedicine and sharks and all those things. It, when you look at uh, an average, can you guess what the average monthly premium savings is or what your um, clients save monthly for if they're a single and say a family? Yeah. I mean, we. I just, as a matter of fact, here a few weeks ago, we had a gentleman uh, who actually had work, uh, insurance through his employer. And he had been paying for his family. I think they have five kids uh, or five total in their family. And they're paying about $1,600 a month uh, for their plan. And that was with a high deductible, you know, of, you know, starting off at maybe a $3,500 deductible, but out of pocket would have been close to $8,000 for an individual, uh, 16 for a family. Uh, they, their renewal was going to go up to over $2,000 a month for this same plan. Mm. And when we... Wow sat down and talked to them. Um, we got them on a thousand dollar, we call it a MRA member responsibility amount. And it was right around just under $800 um, on that. They took kind of some extra features on there with dental and, and vision on that. But overall, so not only we did we save them, you know, 1200 bucks or, or more a month, but also they're out of pocket uh, for anything catastrophic. And so, yeah, huge savings. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that mm-hmm. those are those are meaningful numbers. And when I uh, first went into a health share program, that my story was similar. We were paying about sixteen hundred plus a month for a nine thousand deductible HSA, and the combination of what we were doing with Shared Health Alliance uh, and uh, the health share I was in at the time, you know, it was about eight hundred and fifty dollars a month. So you know, cut those costs yeah. in half, and and now as a Summit member in Ash, uh, it's. You know, so we've been rolling along at those price points now for a good four or five years. So grateful. And of course, I mean, you started out with with us at Shared Health Alliance when we were, you know, doing uh, telemedicine and Mm -hmm. a discount card program just to sort of supplement or give some members a little bit of first dollar access because those early health share programs were straight cash pay. And it's, it's changed a lot since then in the last four and a half years, hasn't it? Oh, big time. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with, with the programs you guys have been able to come out with uh, to help us. And yeah, I mean, it's from day one with you guys, I look back and go, wow, we were, I can't believe we were already in it at that time. And where we've come from there to now having our own, uh, you know, catastrophic coverage health share plan along with you know combining it all together at one place it's just been amazing to to see that and uh, be a part of that um has, has been great too so um yeah definitely definitely uh uh you know the summit plan the ash program is much different than a lot of the medical cost plans out there which sets us different 
uh, from other companies and, you know, the, the everyday needs, what we're looking for that we're able to provide that, that, um, you know, sharing limits on there. It's just, it really sets us apart from a lot of other, other programs. And, uh, it's just a, a unique option uh, for people to be looking at and, and feeling the, the comfort and the transition coming from a traditional healthcare to something like the summit plan. It's really not much of a difference other than some of the language we have to use. Um, on there. Yeah. Well, it's even hard. I mean, even as we sit here and talk and we can, as having sold health insurance, it's easy to sometimes have words like catastrophic coverage slip in when it's, you know, right. of course not coverage because those are insurance terms. And it's, it's, we know that HealthShare has uh, member guidelines and such that try and give members the um, understanding that, hey, this is to help you with the reimbursement of catastrophic catastrophic medical expenses. And sometimes we can even slip because we're so used to using that terminology. But yeah, I, it, you know, when we um, started the process and we were building supplemental non-insurance programs to go alongside of health shares, we started really having some challenge with some of the health share programs that were out there. And eventually, as you mm-hmm. know, I helped found um, ASH of Alliance for Shared Health and, you know, I ended up stepping away from that, recusing myself of that. It's run by an independent board and, and, and you know, a team of people of, at, at ASH, like Mike Hinches, who you've, of course, met before. And uh, the mm-hmm. connection, uh, all of the ASH members are members of the of the predecessor or of Bible Army International Church in Ethiopia. Yes. And, you know, we went over there um, and I, I got to go with the board as an advisory board member last February, right before COVID hit. And I, I know um, th- those kind of things are meaningful to you. And can you can you talk about how knowing we're not only impacting people in the U.S., but also Ash as a part of this international health share vision, how that impacts the conversations you have and maybe your own personal reaction to it, but even the reaction of some of the clients and prospects that you work with? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when you look, we talk about a medical cost plan, we're all kind of used to, you know, the faith-based communities and, and programs on there. And we, you know, we, we want people to know this is open to everybody. It's not, it's not, you know, personally with a, you know, you have to have some, any denomination or attend church. But the, what I love about this is I believe it's every dollar um, a member spends each month on their contribution goes towards um, the Bible, you know, that ministry. And so we're helping, you know, end hunger. And so when you're when you're talking to people, um, not only are we trying to show an alternative option to healthcare and say, hey, we're going to help you and your family or you by yourself, whatever it may be. But in the in the way, you're also helping you know, this huge thing that they, they don't even know they're part of until they get into our program and start getting our, our marketing emails. But when they realize that, hey, you're, you're helping building a church um, in, a, in a third world country and ending hunger, you know, trying to work towards that. And just the, you know, I don't know where, where the dollar is, um, you know, over there yet, but um, I'm sure it's- 33 to 1. 33 to 1. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that, that, that's just amazing. And, and that, that's what juvenates what I'm doing. Um, you know, sometimes we can get, we can get focused in on, okay, I got healthcare. We're doing this, this, but when you really stop to think what exactly we are doing and how we're helping, it just makes it, it makes it even just a, 
it just puts another step, you know, another skip in your step. I mean, it's just, it's fun, you know, seeing that and getting those emails and projections and, and knowing what we're doing is for a good cause, not only here in the United States, helping, you know, families and, you know, find alternative options, but also helping those in need in those third world countries. I love that. I appreciate that, Jeff. I, it, it for sure is a driver for all of us that are connected to Ash. And I know um, Mike, who runs Ash and the board are, it's, it's inspiring to them. And there are constant regulatory obstacles and challenges mm-hmm. to healthcare sharing ministries in general. And it's it, it hasn't really gotten any uh, less fierce. And, uh, you know, there's there's pushback in all these states. They try and take control or say they've got jurisdiction over health shares, even though the laws clear that they do not. And the driver for us continually is the impact that ash is having on an international basis as well as um, in the u.s and you know that um kind of culminated with the opening of this pediatric hospital in these remote villages in this remote Mm -hmm. village in ethiopia it's the only one of its kind it's right now 40 beds it's going to be 100 beds and I was talking with Mike the other day about some of the expansion that we're looking to do with uh, bringing virtual primary care and telemedicine and uh, behavioral health uh, through artificial intelligence to uh, members in Ethiopia, the members of of BAIC in Ethiopia. So it's uh, it definitely is one of those things that keeps you going when we feel these outside obstacles become like, ah, oh, is this really worth all the effort? Um, cause oh. it's just, it's a, it's an international mission. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I love it. And that, and that, that just, again, just not, I mean, everything we're doing along with that as a whole, uh, it just really makes what we're doing exciting and it's fun and enjoyable again. And we know it's, it's all for good cause and we're real people and we're trying to help where we can, um, in all those areas. And, and just every part of this has been amazing. It's been a great journey. I was talking to a guy the other day and I, this is, I've said this on one or two of the other podcasts, but on our trip back from Ethiopia, once we landed in DC and I had my flight from there to Denver and Denver to Portland, I just cried the whole way. It was just it, mm-hmm. the realization of what I had just seen for that last five days or so really, really hit me. And mm-hmm. Pat Bradley, who runs Crisis Aid, he's he's over in Ethiopia now. And he's uh he's on the advisory board of Ash, and he's really great to send us updates when he's over there about what's going on with BAIC members, and it's uh it's very encouraging. And I I know Mike tries to share those on a regular basis with the brokers who ref- refer into Ash. Um, so anyway, you've got a lovely wife, you've got three children, right? And they're fairly, uh, spread out in age. Like I, I was joking with you, like you started <laughs> over three times. <laughs> we did. It was the third one was kind of like, Oh boy, I got We just, they just started <laughs> taking care of their own showers and now I got to go back to diapers. So, yep. We, uh, I've got a, um, so my wife and I, we've been, we'll be married here in 20 years coming up on June uh, 9th, which I better get that right. Um, 
I've got a, a senior son. My son's uh, his name is Ben, and he's a senior. Um, so we got just a little short time before he's off spreading his own wings. And then my daughter, Ellie, who is in ninth grade, and my youngest daughter, Kate, who is in third grade. So when the uh, other two are gone out of the house, I still have one back here to, to keep me uh, <laughs> calm and, and just know that. But it's going so fast that I was just telling you earlier, I'm like, it's it's flying by. I can't believe I have a, a son who's a senior. And so it'll be our, our first one out the door. But also exciting too. Now, does Ben know where he's going to go to school? Um, right now, he's kind of uh, he's not one hundred percent sure what he's going to be if schools in the in the cards or not. But he's looking at going mm-hmm. into maybe electrician. Uh, we've got oh, some family awesome. members Great. out in Colorado that uh, they run a electric electric company, and they've he's already went out and shadowed for a week and really enjoyed it. So. That could be an opportunity or even the golf industry. So we're just kind of kind of weighing out his options. But he, he'll definitely have he's got a plan of, of something. Uh, one of those two is just a matter <laughs> of which one. But, uh, yeah, we're excited to see where that where God takes him in, in all this. Well, when we uh, we built a, a house out here after we've, we've been out here about three and a half years and eventually built a house um, that we moved mm-hmm. into a little over a year ago. And it is um, the, the electrical trades are they're really amazing at what they do. And I think if you can find a good, good electrician, he's. He's a leg yeah. up because the, the, with some of the contractors getting getting follow through is not easy. So uh, uh, that's a I'm sure his yep. dad can help him with that because you you're fantastic at the follow up and follow through. You and your wife, um, we would love to see you guys get out to Ethiopia sometime with us. Anything oh. else that you all do from a, a mission or something that's really close to to your heart that you guys are connected with through your church or um, what's near and dear to, to your family? Yeah, I mean, we've we've been part of, you know, supporting more of the missions is what we've always done. But our, our goal um, kind of when the kids are now grown up is, yeah, we'd love to to start heading out as missions on ourselves. We have not been on one, uh, but it is something we we definitely want to do. Um, if it's with the kids or my wife and I, uh, whenever that may be, but that is our our next step here as as we go along. Uh, we just try to support where we can at the church and the needs and and wherever we can possibly uh, here in our local area uh, for our, our local mission. Um, on those, we we are part of a program called um, the Outreach, which is uh, used to be called Kids Against Hunger. So we we take the kids in and we go and we pack food, um, you know, for local areas. Uh, if there's catastrophic emergencies anywhere in the uh, United States or like Bahamas, here we had last year, um, and so uh, we try to support that as much as we can as well. So, so is that sort of a food distribution or it's emergency food relief or well, tell me yeah, a little it's, more about that? It's a, uh, yeah, you've got an assembly line. And so they do like macaroni cheese, they do rice, they do, uh, I believe it's a soup uh, of some sort. So you, you have a line of, you know, six people and you got about five tables and, you know, everybody's kind of has their part in it. So you're just filling these bags and like one bag has all the ingredients in it and it gets sealed up and you put it into a box and we pack, I can't remember the number on it, but it's, I mean, it's just enormous. I mean, the, the numbers that we've done, I, I think they did over a million dollars this last year during COVID. Uh, let me put that in there as well, uh, where things mm-hmm. were shut down in our area, which is, I mean, that's totally God at work right there. Um, and just ha- getting food packed out. I mean, it's it's amazing. So yeah, it's it's just food built into the uh, these Ziploc bags and, and you put in water and 
here you got your macaroni and cheese and rice and actually the food is pretty good i mean i've been able to test it i'm going wow this is mm-hmm. I don't know if I can buy a box, but <laughs> so it's it's good stuff on there. It's really easy to disregard uh, just some of the basic essentials that we take for granted. And uh, I think I'm not sure if you've ever met Chris Whitney, but he's one yep. of the board members of Ash. Yeah, I couldn't remember. We played and, golf a couple times. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And he runs uh, One Gen Away down in the Nashville or Franklin area, and they do food distribution all over the country now. Oh. Uh, so that, that might be an interesting thing for, for you guys to reconnect on. He's, they've, they've built a great model there and, uh, and that was something he started from scratch. And, you know, when, when you go off on your own and this is getting back a little bit as we get close to wrapping up here, just on the back on the insurance side and starting your own agency, those are, um, those starting out days can be can come with a little bit of fear or a little bit of uh, anxiety, right? I mean, what was that like for you as you started out on your own? Yeah, it was definitely, uh, my, I remember uh, one of my uncles a long time ago, his, his daughters used to make fun of him saying that, yeah, there's, there's hills and valleys in life and you're always going to be in a hill. You're always going to be, you're up on top of the hill and always down the valley. And I always remember that because, um, starting off, I was definitely down the valley, just trying to get things going. And, and then you kind of start wake, working your way up and then, you know, things change in the industry or family or whatever it may be. And, and I, I look back and my wife and I will talk about this. I'm like, man, God had his hands all, all over. I mean, he just, how he got us to where we were when we started to where at now and, you know, still working and growing and trying to do what we can to provide and, and everything that comes with life. Um, it, it was hard. It was, it was definitely, uh, a stressful thing, but I just knew that this is where, you know, I, I need to be and, and we're going to make it work. And, and, uh, and we did. And so, um, definitely, <laughs> definitely some low times, but, but then there's also been some good, high time. So, uh, it, it just keeps it interesting. When people ask me, you know, about our particular journey, uh, and you know, we, we started an agency back in, well, I started my own agency back in 2001 that we eventually sold in 2012 and then started shared health alliance in 2015. But I, I say, you know, when, when you get somewhere down the road on your journey and you look back and you realize what it was going to take to get to where you got, would you have started <laughs> if you mm. had known all you yeah. had to go through? And and I'd say the answer <laughs> for most people is probably not if I knew exactly <laughs> what I was going to have to go through to get to where we got. I don't know if, you know, how easy that a question is for you to answer. Right. No, I, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I would look at that and go, wow, that was, you know, it, it was, it was a struggle. I, I, I just still look at sometimes going, I don't even know how some of the months we made it through. And, and I will tell you there's, there was, you know, we lived in the area with all our family. And so we did have some family help of a lot of dinners. Hey mom, we're, uh, what are you doing tonight? And we'd run over there and have dinner. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it was, uh, it was definitely a character building. Um, but you know, my wife is such a supportive wife and she's amazing. And she just, uh, if it wasn't for her, yeah, I, I know hundred percent, I probably wouldn't have done what I did, but you know, just getting up and knowing what I had to work for and do and, and we're at my own personal goals. And I just, uh, I, I like having my own my own things, my own schedule and, and running it that way. And just, uh, if, if I'm not working, I'm not making money. So I only have one option. Uh, and that's just go out a day, uh, 
day by day. Well, for sure, having a spouse who is supportive is so critical. And mm. congrats on 20 years. We're, we're going to hit our 25-year mark here in a couple couple months. So if you need any advice, I think I've got it all figured out. <laughs> right. by sure. I'm I, I don't know. Right. I don't know right. if my wife is going to listen to this particular <laughs> podcast, but I, she'd be shaking her head right now going, right. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, uh, don't don't ask him for advice. But uh, no, we are, we are both very fortunate for sure. And, uh, yes. you know, yep. these are, I, I, I've, I've said this before, but when I think there's a proverb that says, you know, his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light mm-hmm. unto our path. And I, and I always think, okay, that's, it's not a floodlight behind me, which means yeah. I don't get to see everything up in front of me. And it's, you have to take steps of faith. And that's even yep. a little bit what the whole concept behind running eyes was, you know, second, second Corinthians 16, not Corinthians, um, Chronicles, second Chronicles 16, nine, that says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, looking for those whose heart is loyal to him that he may strongly support. And I know in your own life, you've seen that and you talk about it and that we want Alliance for Shared Health as as the as the company that's the vendor consultant to to Ash. We want members to experience some hope um, at being a part of Ash, and we want members who are connected to just awesome people like you to to feel some hope that there's other people that have that have gone through life's challenges and and they're still pressing on yeah absolutely no that you you said it i mean we've we want to be there for people and help you know we're not in this just for ourselves we're in it for for just God gave me a, an area to be in healthcare and, you know, able to find a great program and be able to share it and help others and, and also, you know, help the ministry that we're, that we're doing with it. And, and all of it's just, it's just, uh, it's definitely, a. uh, humbling experience uh, to be a part of it. Well, we're very grateful that you are connected to shared health Alliance and also to Ash and, and for your patience as, We've gone through the process of growing and trying to make it better for members and for the programs that Shared Health Alliance offers and also for how Ash shares needs and the app and all the processes that have gone along with that and, and for sticking with, with us and also for just being such a great asset to your to your clients and to your prospects. So anyone who wants to learn more about you, Jeff, what's the website? How would they find you? Yeah, uh, my website is, it's my last name. It's oradnikagency.com and that is spelt as O-U-R-A-D. NIKagency.com um, is is the uh, my website. Otherwise, phone call uh, at 218-656-7304. And love to just be able to share and, and open up what we have to, to give people. Awesome. Well, I, I enjoyed the time immensely, Jeff. Uh, it is, again, great to be connected to you. Uh, and we appreciate your support. And uh, hopefully we can do this again one day soon. Corey, I appreciate everything uh, I have for the last however many years we've been together and, and the friendship that I have with you and John and Michelle and Leslie and Audrey and all those people at your office. So love you all. It's been great and uh, very fortunate. Yeah. one And one thing I was meaning to mention, too, um, you brought this up just, you know, getting through life's challenges and praying and God being there for you. We started a, a Monday morning or a, mon- a Monday fast. So starting Sunday night after dinner, 
we're doing a running eyes path, uh, a fast. And so I'm going to send you some information on that. It's, we've got a, a nice group of people that have started that and just, um, supporting each other through challenges and kind of just letting each other know some things we're, we're going through and what we could use prayer for, for each other. And just, just praying for, uh, the health share and for our members and all those things connected to it. So I'll send you some info on that. Maybe that'll be something you want to take part into. Absolutely. That'd be great. Thanks, Corey. Yeah. Hey, awesome. And hey, if any of our members ever want to take part in that, uh, that are listening, drop me a note and we'll, we'll get you connected on that too. But Jeff, again, love the time with you. Appreciate you immensely and look forward to connecting soon. Thank you so much, Corey. God bless you. See you, buddy. Well, that was that was really meaningful for me, and as uh, as I stated before, you know, it's been in this healthcare arena since 1997, and in in the process of developing and growing uh, as a business person and an entrepreneur, and and even just trying to grow a company, you you know, you you have an, a little bit of an evolution in how you work, and eventually you realize you don't have to work with everybody, and everybody doesn't have to work with you and finding uh, relationships and connections with people like Jeff and we're fortunate to have really so many it's so it's it's incredibly meaningful and those are relationships that you want to just stick with with you in this business and in life for a long time uh, you know it Jeff is just one of those people and w- Ash and Shared Health Alliance are fortunate to be connected to many people that have hearts, you know, as big as Texas and want to impact a whole generation. And so uh, hopefully you got a great sense of, of who Jeff is. And he is a great representative for Shared Health Alliance and somebody who consistently refers members to Ash, not just because of what Ash does from a sharing perspective, but also the impact that it's having on an international basis. So thank you for spending the time with us again and look forward to being with you again next time.